When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I'm really great. Really, really, really great because it is almost summer break and I'm going to California. And also I just got stolen by my boss in the car in her Porsche. That's rented by the way, not even her actual Porsche. It's rented. (laughs) I'm, uh, I'm so excited to talk about this episode because it is like the most like, what are we doing here? I don't know. I don't know, but I'll tell you where we're going. We're going to the five and dime. To find also, our dad. Am I stupid? Did I miss why this episode is called The Abbey? No clue. There's no Abby Morgan. Thank God. I was like, am I stupid as fuck? Why is this episode called The Abbey? They the really Abby. They really yeah. were like, listen, we know you miss Abby Morgan. We're gonna name this episode The Abbey for no fucking reason so just to make you watch it. A little bit of hope. Yeah, a little, a little bit, bit of hope. hope going into an episode that is like supreme trash let's be honest so when i think of abby i think of abby morgan of course Mm -hmm. but i also think of like westminster abbey or i i don't know other abbey type buildings and i didn't even see any of those well plus is this how is it spelled in this a b b y okay so it's the name yeah abby morgan so then i really don't understand what we're doing here I don't know. Maybe we're not. We're just like thinking too big picture. What's the meaning of Abby? Father's joy. That's what it means. 
Interesting. Oh, oh. I think okay. you stumbled onto something. Okay, so yeah, because this is kind of about we see Dawson going to the cemetery and talking about what he's up to, and it really would make his son happy or his father happy to hear that he's doing all of these great things. Also, Joey is kind right. of like the the joy in Mr. Pot dot 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 ers dot 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 also we get a little bit of like daddy mommy stuff with Jen so could it now once again we give a lot of credit to Dawson's Creek probably too much probably too much why we probably shouldn't but is it possible that this is an episode about fatherly expectations and reality. You know, then make it more obvious to the viewer, I think. Don't, yeah, don't we're pretty dumb in this yeah. bullshit. Yeah, all boobs, no brains. Remember, that's the freaking mantra. I do podcast. remember that. I do remember that was our thing. And I, besides that, I really, I really don't know what else this could be about. Because I do think that Westminster Abbey is with an E. So I don't know. Well, that's I mean, why I was asking about the spelling because I was like, could it be something to do with that? But no, I mean, but once yeah. again, I shouldn't be a archaeologist to figure out this shit. You know? Yeah. Remember, remember the detective babysitters? Are they going to have to come out of retirement in order to solve this mystery? Who knows? We do, but also, um, I'm pretty sure that the detective babysitters was a Boy Meets World callback. Oh, was it? I apologize for anyone who was like, well, who the fuck are the detective babysitters? My brain just is just like mush. So I don't even know what I said on what day on what podcast. Well, also, I mean, Boy Meets World was like so 2022 so 2022 we're, that behind. So, we're so ahead of that now <laughs> by still covering dawson's creek season yeah. five like we, we are have for the also past, like six months the penultimate episode of season five penultimate how are you feeling now that we have one more episode after this well it makes me realize that i really need to work on my uh on the draft <laughs> Because once again, somebody yeah. hasn't been keeping track of the draft points the entire oh. season. Yeah, leaving yourself a lot of work for the end of the season. Oh well. I mean, yeah. it's I rewatched the whole season anyway as a refresher and kind yeah. of to well, get an idea of what episodes I liked, what episodes I didn't like. Yeah. So the what- problem is that like with these this like a 23 episode season we mm-hmm. literally started this season in september like it's been a while like it, it has snowed many a time since we started no, this it, season it really hasn't snowed okay not actually. in jersey maybe but you know it snowed 1.5 times in jersey 1.5 times 1.5 um, yeah so let's let's discuss this season five episode 22 the abbey the penultimate episode where we start things off with audrey getting supremely doused with water guns which i'm like how is this not outlawed in the dorms i don't know but you know what this type of shit actually did happen because there was this whole thing when i was in school where kids would throw ice at doors and it would wait really piss okay hold on a minute yeah throw ice Ice. at doors ice at doors yeah as why would they throw it's a prank because I mean, like, like ice cubes. It, Where are they getting yes. the ice? Um, I from 
ice trays i don't know how is this a prank what a stupid prank it like doesn't even do anything you're just throwing ice doors to make loud noises i think so i don't, I don't remember. this is the dumbest prank i've ever heard like it's yeah i know sense. i know i know but this was the type of shit that happened i don't we didn't have water guns but uh we definitely had ice i didn't throw ice though oh remember stink bombs no no you don't remember stink bombs? I mean, like, what do you mean remember? I don't have any memories of ever dealing with stink bombs. In freshman year of college, there was a stink bomb epidemic. What were people doing with them? They were releasing them in the halls for a prank. That's disgusting. I know. They were very That's not a stinky. cute prank. That's not a fun prank. That's a stanky-ass prank. I know. But the worst thing about living in dorms was that whenever somebody made popcorn, no matter what, it always burned. And then the fire alarm would go off. And then it always happened at like 2 a.m. And you would have to like get up and go outside at 2 a.m. in your pajamas over freaking popcorn bag. How do, people, how do people not? Isn't there a popcorn button? Just No, but that's the button. thing. You press the popcorn button and then it burns every no, single time. No, my microwave yes. is really good with the popcorn no, button. No, no, but also, guess what? People will buy the mini bags, like the little hundred. Uh, well, then, yeah, that's going to be a lot And less then they time. press the popcorn button. Well, they're idiots. I think. But this these, is the type of thing, like, you never dormed. Like, you don't understand the dorm life. No, I don't life. understand the dorm life. You don't understand um, the dorm life. I mean, the popcorn button was our biggest ops in the dorm. <laughs> don't press the popcorn button. No popcorn buttons. Um, so Audrey runs into her room where Joey is packing. Joey, I have to point out, has her vacation hair don't care look. She has a yeah. wavy hair, which is vacation Joey, which is fun time Joey. Exactly, because it's almost summer vacation. So what are you going to do? You're going to get the hair to be wavy and messy. You forget your comb on vacation. Yeah. And Joey is getting a ride from Dawson back to Keepside, so she has to pack. Audrey is going to go to L.A., and but she's, like, begging Joey to come to L.A. with her. She doesn't want to be, like, all alone. Uh, and so then she says, well, what if I come to Keepside with you just for a couple days? Like, I've Great heard idea. all about this place. Um, and so, yeah, so Joey says, all right, as long as you're packed on time. And Audrey is very excited, and I love this. This makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I'm really excited for Audrey to spend a couple of days in Cape Side. That really excited me. Uh, what does not excite me is that Audrey's side of the bedroom is completely not touched in terms of packing. Oh, yeah. She's Guess not even tried. No. Guess what? Have you? Okay. You've never had this dream before. But last night, I had a dream about packing up my dorm room for college. Oh, my God. Do you think it was because of this episode? I think so because I think I like fell asleep to this episode last night while that I was tracks. rewatching it. So yeah, I had a dream that I was packing for college, and I had like all the stuff that I didn't want to take with me. And I had the you know how there's those mesh file organizers. Yes, I was just trying to pawn that shit off <laughs> in my dream. <laughs> just trying to give it away. I didn't yeah. want it anymore. Yeah, Audrey's gonna have a lot of packing to do. Um, yeah, but they're like, oh my gosh, there's a there's a someone at the door. Uh, we have to douse them with water balloons because it's obviously those guys that had water guns, and obviously someone gets doused with water balloons that definitely deserves it. But like, yeah. I didn't need to see Professor Wilder again. Excuse me, Professor Wilder, what are you doing in the dorm rooms? How do you know so which one is Joey's dorm? 
if anything, you should email her and ask her to come by your office. Please do not come to the kids' dorm rooms, you disgusting motherfucker. This is bullshit. This is fucked up. A professor yeah. in a in not in, a dorm in the room. dorm hallways in and a then dorm he, hallway. Yeah, and then get he, access. I mean, I think they just all had. A, I mean, you've seen these old ass fucking. This is like an old ass college. They don't have like the sophisticated card key electronic stuff yet. Right. Oh, terrible, terrible. Um, quick question: Pro water balloon? Are you a pro water balloon? Um, no, because usually what ends up happening is they're like, if you have a water balloon fight when you're a kid, like there's going to be little plastic bits left everywhere, which is like terrible for the environment. That's they, true. They make these like, I don't know if you get these ads on like TikTok and Instagram and stuff, mm-hmm. but they have those like reusable water balloon things. Have you gotten ads for those? No. I get ads for weird shit. So it's basically like, okay. Picture a sphere, like a normal ball, but then, like, split it in half, and you, like, fill it with water, and you close it, and it somehow stays closed, but then when you throw it and it hits something, it opens up. So, like, they're reusable water balloons, so, like, that's a fascinating idea, but, okay, you're making stink. Well, 2023 really knows how to ruin a good time. Well, okay, because, Sarah, we've elevated, right? So, when we were kids, it was, like... The hardest thing was filling up the water balloon without ripping the t- without, tip of it of like. Oh, oh yes, in. yes, yes, yes. Now, mm-hmm. Then then they elevated when we were done being kids. They were like, well, we're going to get the next generation. The cool shit where you you just put one thing on the sink and it fills up like 50 balloons at the yeah, same time. Of course. Yes. Um, but now I think they're like very. OK, well, what about the environment? So now we need yeah. reusable water balloons. Sure, sure. <laughs> I, I just like, you know, like, don't take the fun out of summer, you know? Okay, but don't ruin the environment at the same time. I remember back in 2007 when Drew and I first started going out, we had a water balloon fight. Did you? Backyard. Who won? I don't remember that. I just oh, remember Sarah. water balloon fights. Just yeah. feel feeling free, Did you, you know? Did you pick up the little plastic biddies after you were done? Of course I did. Yeah, I right. love birds. <laughs> I don't fucking remember. I Do you think I remember every single birds. fucking piece of garbage I picked up off the ground? Mm. I don't um, remember shit. <laughs> All right. So we're in the apartment dorm room and Professor Wilder is like, hi, I'm a creepy motherfucker and my yeah. shirt is all wet. And thank you for handing me all these towels. And Joey's not like, why the heck are you here? Instead, she, I don't know, asked some questions. And guess what? He has a present for Joey. It's a book. Yeah. So the Worthington Literary Review is out. And turns out Joey's uh, story called The Kiss, which is about her kiss with Dawson, um, yeah. is, a, is, a, is in there. It was featured in there. Mm -hmm. um and joey is like super surprised super grateful and Mm -hmm. wilder like the creep that he is is like oh are there any more chapters to that story uh and joey says oh he went his way i went mine blah 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 yeah remember the whole time where i was going to be with him but instead you started a romantic relationship with me and then ditched me after i got mugged yeah that's what happened to my story about the guy yeah uh and so wilder apparently is going to be writing during the summer joey's going back to cape side 
Uh, and uh, so, yeah. So uh, Wilder's like, oh, can't wait to see you in the fall. Yeah, like, I'm sure right. Joey already signed up for his, like, 202 class. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. So they say goodbye. Um, and then we get our next big story of, okay, and this, this is, this is what makes this episode one of the most just, like, cracked out episodes of yeah. the whole series. Right. Uh, is Civilization. So, Civilization. I mean, yeah. it really would end without us uh, and Pacey. So apparently, one civilization is not enough. We need two civilizations. We have Greece and we need Rome. Yeah. So this isn't. This is not enough. They need a second one in Philly. And so Alex has decided tomorrow we're closing the restaurant. We're gonna have a luncheon for the investors, mm-hmm. and the, it needs to go perfectly because. Uh, we need to be able to open the second location. And if anything goes wrong, you're going to be fired. Um, yeah, it's my ass, but your job. Yeah. What do you think of her original idea for the menu? Fresh goose liver pate. Guess what? I wouldn't fucking touch that with a 10-foot pole. It sounds fucking disgusting. <laughs> I don't want to eat pate in any yeah. form. I don't want to eat raw ground whatever. It's yeah. so gross. And it does feel like Pacey has learned like a ton in his short time. At I don't know how he's absorbed so much information. He can't even memorize the timetables in high school, but apparently <laughs> he knows how to cook everything. And then which yeah. which special is uh, each of his coworkers' specialty? You know, he knows it all. And let he me so let all. me walk you through what Pacey's uh, menu is. Menu, gonna be. you is, tell me. Yeah, I, I what mean, you like. like. So we yeah. got bluefin tuna, sashimi, sashimi, a spicy sashimi. Sashimi. What do you think? I mean, it sounds better than pate, but I'm yeah. not like dying. And also, this isn't. This is. I don't know what kind of restaurant this is, but it's. I don't know if I would trust a non uh, Asian restaurant or Japanese restaurant to make sashimi. But what do I know? Yeah. I don't know shit. Um, asparagus tip and arugula salad. Yes, I would eat that. I would not. I hate asparagus. Oh, asparagus is so good. It's fucking gross. Okay, I would um, eat that. A rack of lamb. Ugh. I really Meh. am. I'm not a super, <laughs> super big lamb person. But yeah, yeah actually. Hmm. So when I went to Iceland, their specialty was lamb. And I had uh, lamb there, and it was good. It was good. So I don't yeah, think I would I've ever eat- eaten lamb. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta give it an opportunity. Yeah. You know? A drizzled with sorry, drivered with plum sauce, which sounds dribbled, delicious. Dribbled, 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 drizzled. Drizzled. Uh, uh, I would eat that. Of, yeah. Bed of polenta. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, polenta is is kind of like what? What is it? It's like I'm looking it up corn. right now. It looks it's like, like mush up a corn cake. Uh. Corn- it's boiled cornmeal. Yeah. yeah. It looks gross. It looks like vomit. Um, and then finish the night off with a lemon souffle with homemade vanilla ice cream. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would fuck with that, that one. Yeah, I love a lemon, anything lemony, citrus. Yeah, I'm fully on board with this menu. And I would try the sashimi, but I'm just not very high on the sashimi. But yeah. it's better than the pate. So. Definitely. I don't want to live Yeah, pate. this sounds like a great meal. Yeah. Um, and Alex pulls him aside because he's getting very big for his britches. And she says, like, you're testing my limits. 
I'm going to make your life really unpleasant and you're going to rue the day that God created woman. Oh. It's like Alex fucking figure. I also can I just say I feel like anytime we get like a nasty wench character like Alex, she always has thin eyebrows and dark hair. Every single time they're always a brunette and a red lip. Yeah. And also her ponytail is pathetic. I hate. I, oh, my God. I'm so happy you brought this up because I was looking at this ponytail, too. First of all, the ponytail is instead of either. It's not a low pony. It's not a mm -hmm. high pony. It's mid -pony. a mid pony. She did this like zhuzhing in the back to but try to messy. give it body, but it looks messy. It looks messy. And the teeniest, tiniest, thinnest scarf you've ever seen in your life is strangling her neck. <laughs> that's because she likes it. She that's how she likes it in the bedroom. She likes it tight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um yeah. <laughs> she does have a beautiful side profile though. Okay, a very delicate nose. Um, you love I, a tiny nose. I do. I mean, I wish. I wish. So yeah, Alex is on a rampage. Don't fuck this up for me, PC. I will ruin your life. Yeah. I truly. will tell everybody you have a small dick and you're not good at Whoa. making food. <laughs> I really sizzled out at the end. You did. You did. Can you tell I don't do confrontation? Uh yeah. yeah. You're not you're not a confrontational I person. Really fizzled out. Okay. So we have a important phone call with <laughs> Dawson's agent. Yes, yes. This so this is a big deal because it turns out that uh dawson is getting invited uh dawson and oliver sorry i can't getting... believe oliver's invited too i if i'm that guy the the agent guy i'm like yeah. fuck oliver how leave him behind how did he get an invite i thought that we were ditching him i mean i was hoping we were ditching him i thought we were go to california yeah. big opportunities for it's so funny to yeah. me dawson is like okay we're gonna we're gonna leave california Oh wait, no, we're not gonna go. We gotta go back to California oh, now. This is this is like the funniest thing. Remember about like seven episodes where he was like, California is not the place for me. It everybody's, you know, a nepotism baby and nobody's kind and I hate it there and the smog is terrible. I need to go to Boston to go to the East Coast. And then it's like, hi, I have an opportunity to go to California. I'm gonna drop everything and just hang out there all summer yeah uh yeah he's you know what this is this is an opportunity he has to go to california now but i think this makes more a lot more sense because he came back to boston he like did what he needed to do and now yeah. it looks like he needs to it's basically like an internship yeah it's a summer internship hopefully he yeah. doesn't get fired on the first day like the last time surely um and then uh we are with jack and jen who uh seemingly are back on good terms it seems like they're the like, best of terms we're forgetting literally everything that happened this yeah season, i mean forgiven uh jen is freezing cold again because she always is cold i mean yeah jen just I mean, she's been like ill most of this season, so makes <laughs> she, sense. she just has a cold. So she's getting off of the getting off a of cold, yeah. I love this. These are two best friends, one with tiny sunglasses. Who are tiny. Can... <laughs> can I also just say because I haven't commented on it most of the season, but it's driven me crazy. Yeah, Jack's hair. We need to discuss this for like a hot second. Where? Yeah. It's not okay because I'm used to the days of the flip in the front like that was a big thing when I was in like middle school high school right. um, but but 
on the sides of Jack's head, his hair flips out like on the sides. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, what is happening with your hair right now? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a um like a 4D experience. <laughs> It really is. It's like, you know what? I don't want just one flip. I want all the flips. <laughs> Why just have one flip when you can have eight flips? Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so they're discussing their summer plans and they're going to travel together. So they haven't like exactly decided on a location, um, but they want to have an exotic adventure. I love this. I love this. Of course. Of course, spend your summers when you are in your late teens early 20s exploring the world yeah. why are you going back home to cape side and just sitting around all summer go yeah. to cincinnati or wherever the heck that they were discussing to go cleveland to. yeah cleveland. like I, I love the reasoning for the adventure too is that like grams has a more exciting life at 76 than we do <laughs> oh i can totally relate to that my mom at 66 is raging all the time you know yeah. what i do i do freaking nothing my mom's partying every damn day yeah i i love that as the reasoning for like them going on this big yeah. trip and like inspired. they feel like a really good duo to do this you know because oh, like do you know what i mean absolutely they would have a ball just yeah. the biggest ball so, so much fun this is a great idea i'm very pro this trip yeah so they're planning that um meanwhile joey and audrey are leaving the dorms um we get like a moment with joey where she's like in the dorm room by herself like getting the last box and let me tell you this brought me back i don't know if you noticed this their mattresses are like those because they're twin beds obviously because it's a dorm room but they're those floral mattresses yeah. this is like this was the thing back in the day your mattress wasn't like plain white gray anything like that it was floral yeah i don't know why it, everything was all floral but i do remember that i do um i think that i mean 90s baby this is this is what it was it was all about this so many flowers yeah i you know i kind of like the nostalgic little looking back at the freshman dorm mm -hmm. i don't know there's something just so special about your first year of college especially if you dorm where it just gives you the the like the warm fuzzies because when you start out in university everybody is looking for the same thing and that's their people so you really yeah. tend to glom onto it and there's like just like a, a, a specialness to it so for joey to like look back at her freshman dorm and just be like i had a very good year here and i grew and i'm going to miss this you know, it's it's like so nostalgic and sad. And I like that she took the beat to look back and just take it all in. Right. Especially because like we didn't have like a Dawson's room this season. Like Joey's yeah. dorm was our Dawson's room. Exactly. So I like the the moment to like, even though, again, we're on the penultimate episode, not the finale. Yeah. It does feel um important to kind of reflect on that. So I agree. I, I liked that little moment there. I did too. Um, and then most of the time you can't get the same room like typically there's freshman dorms so you wouldn't be able to go back into that same room yep. or the housing pool is a little different so you don't get assigned or you don't get to select the same room so i mean it's a it's kind of a finale for their freshman dorm room exactly exactly 
Um, so I liked that moment. And then we have to go back to civilization um, where everyone is like prepping meals, getting ready for this big thing. Alex comes in being a total nightmare. Um, she's like, oh, you better be- hurry up. We're going backwards in time. Blah, blah, blah. Um, she really dresses down this poor guy, Trevor, where she says, what kind of an imbecile do you have to be where you imagine that by placating me, it's going to make me hate you less. I'm so confused because didn't he just ask a simple question? Like, oh no, she, he goes, don't worry, we're going to do great. You know, that's it. And she lashes out on him. And then she looks at a fork that looked slightly dirty and then asks if the girl that was shining the silverware has allergies and she says no and then she says you're fired which i don't understand it's like Like, it doesn't make any sense where it sounds like she's like basically accusing her of like sneezing sneezing on the the silverware which is first of all fucking disgusting yeah like i would hope that if the girl did sneeze on the silverware she would at least like you know clean it off (laughs) she didn't sneeze okay i'll tell you what it is it's a watermark on the silverware that you get from putting it into the the you know the i know yeah the washing machine dishwasher yeah Yeah. uh so that's what it is and she's like did you sneeze (laughs) or like did you do you have so then she fires this poor girl and she's like i really need this job please don't fire me and pasty explains that um she's a single mother of a four-year-old and she works three jobs which yeah by the way i don't want to be mean or anything but like if she works three jobs then maybe she's too tired to properly clean the silverware <laughs> <laughs> see i think it's, it's one of those things where like pacey has a bleeding heart and he's like we can't fire her because of her personal situation i would normally say like if she really is that bad of an employee like yeah fire her regardless of like what her home situation is but in this situation, it really feels like you're right. It is just a watermark. And, like, you can't just fire this girl because a fork is dirty. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, wait, is that a claim for a wrongful termination lawsuit? I mean, I certainly think so. But I feel like this girl doesn't have the, the money to afford a lawyer oh, for that. absolutely not. She works three jobs. Yeah. So, basically, PC says, if you fire this girl, it is irredeemable 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 yeah exactly she's like people will not like you people will revolt will start a revolution she goes sorry really hope that you find another job but uh, you don't have a job here anymore yeah fucking wench uh back in lovely cape side dawson (laughs) dawson is sanding a boat which makes what? no sense. Okay, so whose boat is this? Why is he sanding it? <laughs> like, where did this thing come from? Like, his motorboat's not made of and it wood. Doesn't, and it doesn't make sense because it's like, it looks painted just fine. Like, why does it need to be sanded? Just busy work. It really was like, they were like, oh, Dawson, you can't just stand next to this boat. Here, take a piece of sandpaper and a towel. And just work. I yeah. love the directions that... that directors give actors to make themselves look busy especially with Dawson's Creek because it's always nonsense like the tomato cutting where you have to Pacey please cut 500 tomatoes in slices and then put them on a sheet rack yeah for what 
We for don't what? know. We'll never know. We'll never know. Dawson, sand this boat for reasons we'll sand, never know. Sand this boat. It's not um, like the Learys have big money and they would just hire somebody to fix their boat if there was a boat problem. Yeah. Um, okay. And then we get something. Uh, I have said since the beginning of the introduction to Audrey that essentially you and Audrey are the same human being. We've never seen you in the same room at the same time. I've never... <laughs> ever been more convinced that mm-hmm. you are the same people than when Audrey says, listen, where is it? Where's the room? The scene yeah. for so many long nights of teen romance and angst. Mm-hmm. And Dawson gives her instructions and she just lets herself Bolt. into the house and is like, I'm oh, going to check yeah. this place out. This is a you thing to do. To be honest, if I heard so much about a room, I would love to check it out. Yeah. I am all about seeing the shit in person and I would be poking around that room all the time. Inside drawers, in medicine cabinets, seeing what the fuck is up. That's what you would be well, doing. Yes, but I really want the full tour of the house. But I guess the main attraction is the bedroom. And she's gonna start there and she's like, listen, you two sort out whatever the fuck feelings you have. I'm busy sure, I don't have time for this. Uh, I just feel bad that she has to go through the front door and not through the ladder. I know she she didn't even get the full experience of the ladder. No, I need the full experience. <laughs> Sarah's like, I'm climbing my ass up a ladder. Where is it? I'll lean it up against the house. I really don't like stairs without backs. Oh, you mean like, oh, yeah. When I was a kid, I was always afraid that I was going to stuff my foot through one and then fall through it. I mean, now chance, no chance of that happening. But like when I was a kid, I really thought it was going to happen. Yeah, I have. Um, it's kind of one of my phobias. Really? Will you stairs not go upstairs backs. without backs? I will go, but I feel very uneasy. Interesting. Yeah. Um. So Dawson is about to tell Joey about the internship, but first Joey asks for a favor. She wants him to basically babysit Audrey. <laughs> Can you um, babysit Audrey, a full-ass grown adult who could totally take care of herself and just, like, hang out on the creek, but can you babysit her all day? Yeah. Audrey is fine. She'll find things to do like she is yeah. resourceful yeah and Dawson and, and Audrey also, have hung out before I know that's what I was just about to say they're friends so it's not like a favor it's just like yo like hang out hang with out Audrey with while I go visit my dad so yeah she's the she's gonna go visit her dad because ever since she got mugged where she had an entire conversation Fucking with a. like a father who deals drugs and whatever she wants to have a talk with him so I was very excited about this. I was like, oh, we're going to see Mr. Potter. Perfect. Stupendous. Love it. Yes. So she's like, okay, you babysit Audrey. I'm going to go talk to my dad. Um, He offers to go, but she's like, no, I need to do this alone. Um, And uh, and then we're we're back with Grams. We finally see Grams. I feel like largely she's been absent from this season. Really only just mentioned. And uh jen and jack are breaking the news to grams that they're gonna go on this big ass trip um they said they've been at the library for four hours working on the internet planning a trip (laughs) yeah uh we are hanging out on the net trying to plan our trip i am impressed that they booked tickets um because i don't know i guess like i don't know when the start of when can i go to travelocity.com or united.com and book a ticket but they did do it they figured it out somebody has a credit card i don't know which out of the two of them one of them must it's probably jack yeah jack Um, probably has really good credit yeah and i do love um they're going having a really big adventure like indiana jones or jeff probst (laughs) 
Wow, look at that Such a survivor. Timely reference. Yeah, so this was what, like 2001, 2002, it's right perfect. in the beginning of Survivor. Yeah. So, yep, yeah, we got a Survivor reference. Yeah. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. And uh, they're going to Costa Rica, baby. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, I do love how excited they are. Their energy was really magnetic. Yeah, they're like, don't kill my buzz. And Graham says, oh, your buzz may be doomed. It turns out fucking Jen's parents, they purchased a house in East Hampton. Uh, It's on a beach where you used to spend summers when you were a kid, and they want you to spend the summer with them. How the fuck does this make any sense? They go from, like, not even answering Jen's phone calls to being like, you know what, daughter we don't talk to, come live with us for two months. Well, obviously, they're feeling guilty, right? Or there's a layer of expectation of we bought this house. We used to spend family time with them. You know, is it weird if we don't invite her? Because I don't know. In my opinion, uh, if they're really feeling that guilty, I'm Jen and I'm being like, oh, but maybe you should just pay for my trip to Costa Rica instead. (laughs) One plus one doesn't equal two. There, (laughs) chat. You're feeling that guilty about it. If you're feeling that guilty, uh, yeah, I I do like how Jen is feeling like weird about this. You know, I think that she sees that it's not. It just doesn't sit right with her that on you know on command like she is one of their hired help that they can just demand that she comes spend the summer she's with her summoned yeah and yeah, she, like, her face really does fall because like she's about to have this really fun adventure and suddenly she's having to deal with parents and parental drama and all the stuff she doesn't want to be dealing with no no hey sarah i know you've been really into reading lately and you've gotten me into it as well Yeah, well, you know what? Book of the Month made it really easy because Book of the Month offers just a few new selections every month, saving readers the hassle of figuring out what to read. One of the biggest deterrents for me is that like when I go to the library, there's like thousands and thousands of books and I'm like, I I don't even know what to pick. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. They focus on new and emerging authors, which means these are books that we probably wouldn't have found out about otherwise, which is super nice. Yeah, and we also um I love having a really aesthetic bookshelf and the the books that we got, it was like beautiful high quality hardcover books plus free shipping, which came really quickly. Love free shipping. Uh, You and I both chose The Return of Ellie Black by Amiko Jean, which is a thriller about a missing girl. And I honestly, I really, I really couldn't put it down. I think I read it in about a 48 hour time period. It had twists, it had turns, kept me guessing the entire way through up until the very last page. So tell me what you liked about the book then. Uh, it was it was really good and I'm excited to dive into the other book that I have um but the great thing is Sarah is that listeners can sign up for book of the month to discover new emerging authors by going to bookofthemonth.com and using code pedals for just five dollars wow what a deal check out book of the month club for all of your reading needs 
Yeah, seriously. Every month you could get a new group of books that you just, you know, fall in love with. So go to bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS for just $5 and enjoy reading. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, So it's time for the investment lunch. And it's, I don't know, all these like fancy looking suit people ready to eat their dinner and Alex is putting on the show. She is acting like she is put together and knowledgeable and, you know, a grand old boss. And then she is like, okay, let the culinary adventure begin. If they don't come out with the food and then she, well, she, snaps, sna- she, snaps. she snaps at them. Do not snap at me, you bitch. And then she does the like, clap thing yeah like they like they are hired help and they don't come out again so then she's like oh excuse me and then she goes into the kitchen and you can see her horns growing out of her head with anger and everybody is just lollygagging nobody is cooking and she demands what's going on where's the food where's pacey pacey has brought the food to the local homeless shelter and they are revolting. Yes. Uh, she and I love Alex calling Pacey a slimy little cockroach. Cockroach. Um, and uh, yeah, everyone is just like uh, hanging around in the back of the kitchen. And Pacey says, you are witnessing a coup d'etat. A coup d'etat. So Pacey comes up with a bunch of pizzas. Because I do like how... He's thinking, okay, these people are going to be really hungry. They are thinking that they're going to have lunch. So I am going to feed them at the bare minimum. Right. But like he gives them pizzas. And then when he goes to read his little like letter that they've written, he drops all the pizzas on the ground, like from like six feet up, just bloop on the ground. And I'm like, all those pizzas are hitting the roofs of the boxes. Oh, yeah. The the cheese cheese is getting smooshed. Sticking on top. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, I mean, it's still pizza plus I guess bread it's, plus I guess sauce. It's, yeah, I guess it's just like all about the, the presentation, you know? Exactly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he says this is a result, like a revolt. Alex is manipulative and selfish and terrible. And hiring her was a huge lapse of judgment. She is incompetent and... um. Yeah, I love him calling her vindictive and Vin- very vindictive. Yeah. yeah, a sexual assaulter. How about that? Yeah, yeah. A HR nightmare, perhaps. Yeah, I would and say. Alex tries to like deny this, but it's kind of pointless because she's like, "Oh, he's like delusional. He's obsessed with me." But it's just like, okay, obviously the staff is going to be backing him up, and they all come out. Um, and Trevor, who she called an imbecile earlier, is like, actually, the entire staff feels this way. Yeah, we all feel this way. And she goes, you're fired. And he's like, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah, he says, reap the whirlwind, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Sure. Oh, and then 
uh, he gives the rest of the staff a box of pizza. Excuse me, there's like 30 people there. They can't share one pizza. Yeah, I Unless think that the staff should have gotten at least at two least or three boxes. Pizza. Unless it's, you know, when you're in preschool or elementary school, they cut the pizzas in like 30 seconds. Yeah. Unless it's that and everybody gets a tiny slice. No, but they really deserve a full ass meal. I know. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. they have to share one pizza. Yep. Uh, so this is very funny. And then we're at jail. Joey... <laughs> we're, at, we're at jail. We're at jail. This. Okay. Again, Um, this fucking scene. Like, I just. What are we? Oh, what are we what doing? We, it's fine. What do you mean? I well, think it's no, fine. I'll tell you. I'll tell okay. you why in a second. Excuse so... me, jailer. I want one ticket for admission to see my father. <laughs> uh, Potter. Mike Potter. And I love without looking at the computer without looking at any files at all this guard immediately was like oh he was released four months ago what is exactly this exactly like, four months ago exactly. i know him very well to the day yeah what is this is there like 15 prisoners in this jail how do you Actually, know every single how does person he know? and he was like and not only does he know he was released exactly four months ago he knows that he was released for good behavior good behavior and he knows that he's at the diamond the five and dime or whatever yeah it's well okay so then yeah because then joey's upset because the family wasn't notified of course like, i would no. be so this is, this is upsetting. I feel bad for right. Joey here. But at the same time, like, it does make sense that, like, no, it's the inmate's choice whether or not they want the, the family to be notified. That, that tracks. Um, and, uh, and I love how the guard's like, listen, he seems like a decent guy. I know everything about him. I know he's paroled. I know why he was paroled. And not only do I know that, but we're obviously BFFs because I know he works at the five and dime. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe they were BFFs. <gasps> what happens if they were prison lovers? Ooh, I like that storyline. Yes. But the other thing is, and like this guy could get in massive trouble. What if, okay, let me t- paint you an alternative storyline. Yeah. Joey is a spy coming to kill Mr. Pot <laughs> dot dot er. And this man, this guard just revealed where she could find him. Yeah, but excuse me, Jess, you don't see the family resemblance. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's clearly, clearly uh, the daughter of uh, Mr. Pop Dot Dot. -er. No request of ID taken. That's what I'm saying, Sarah. Like, he knows everything and doesn't ask Joey anything. So, hold on. So, as a security guard, tell me what, like, your number one priority is of your job. I mean, keep keep everybody safe and secure. Okay, exactly. Security. Secure. 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 Maybe ask her for at least some ID. Yeah, you would think. I mean, he's not that great. I mean, her last of... name is Potter. At least that would give him some like type of like, okay, I'm allowed to tell her this information. Right. But he's Ridiculous. very focused on his pen writing. What kind of yeah. notes is he taking? <laughs> he's like probably just doodling. Five, Joey. Yeah, five eleven, brunette. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you like look at the picture and it's just like a stick figure. He's been like working really hard at his, at his job. He's like, I'm he's like, I'm gonna be an artist. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, you're an artist? I'm an artist. And then they bond and, and they then bond. and then she brings him to the five and Time where him and Mr. Pot dot dot er get engaged, and oh. now she has a stepdad who's an artist. Oh my gosh! Wait, so it's a and it's a proposal at the five and nine. Of course. Oh, so romantic. Yeah, we've really so... nailed this. See, this episode was missing so much. <laughs> this is actually the true story of what happened. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, this is such a serious scene. <laughs> we're just fucking around. Because this fucking 
fucking show. No, Sarah, this this episode is fucking like lost its goddamn mind. Yeah. We're not even to the part where I was like honestly floored. Um, so Dawson, the roles have reversed, and Dawson is now giving Audrey a tour um, of Cape Side. Love it. Yeah. Yes. Um, so she, he is telling her, and I don't know why he's doing this. It doesn't make a lot of sense considering they're broken up, but he is telling her a whole ass story about Pacey and about how there was this girl named Christy Livingston who Pacey liked, but she was three years older. And he said to Dawson, like, I'm going to kiss that girl. We're going to be standing in the pouring rain and I'm going to kiss her. Uh, and no, he, he tried, uh, to kiss her, but, uh, no, it didn't end up happening. <laughs> Great story, Dawson. Yeah. yeah. Great yeah. story. Uh, I mean, Audrey seems very interested in the gossip. Yeah, because um, Dawson says, like, listen, he doesn't let things go. He probably hasn't let go of you. And Audrey's like, well, you just fucked me over because I was to get over him. And now I'm like, now I'm thinking about him again. Yeah, you you fucked up this whole situation. Now I want to go to uh, Los Angeles with you. Yeah, because he he tells Audrey he's going to Los Angeles. Yeah. And Audrey, like, flips out. She's so excited. Very and, excited. And, like, this makes sense to me because Audrey and Dawson have, like, always seemed to get along very well. Yeah. And so now he she's not going to be alone in L.A. Yeah. Uh, she's very happy about this. He can stay with her. He can bring all of his little doodads and posters. Not a problem. Yeah, exactly. I hate her necklace. Audrey's necklace? so ugly oh it's very uh 90s like it's almost like puka shells but like chonky it's so ugly it's and i don't like her outfit ugly. either no offense busy phillips no she is dressed for cape side she has like this like very flowy skirt yeah um you know i hate we, what when you jump on fine furniture and dance <laughs> what are you doing jen, jen? is trying to think dance out her feelings she's listening to bob o'reilly by the who and she's like dancing and fucking jack comes in and interrupts her stops her music yeah and jen's just like you know what i usually fall apart when i have to think about my parents but i'm trying not to do that yeah and jack immediately okay one of my favorite lines of this entire episode is i'm gonna go to the library and hop back on the net <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hop back on the net. Yeah. <laughs> try to cancel our tickets because maybe we'll get a full refund. Yeah. But you're Jen's not getting like, that full refund. I don't care if you booked that same day. It's not happening. No, not unless you bought the refundable tickets. I, and do you think that they splurge for travel insurance to do so? No. 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 Also, why does Jen only wear pajamas? This yeah, season? I was going to say, I think these are the same pajamas that she had sex with Dawson in. <laughs> she hasn't taken them off. <laughs> I miss Dawson so much. Mm. Why? Like, seriously, why can't Michelle Williams get a different outfit this season besides they, pajamas? Because they hate her. That is why. They don't even never... let her do her hair. No, her her hair is so tragic, Sarah. It's so naughty looking. And it's the just... teeny bangs are so She's distracting. She's not taking care of herself. Sarah, the bangs. Okay. This is why whenever you have a friend who's like, I'm going to cut bangs, you just, girl, you are no. you okay? Are you all yeah, right? You don't. Look, check. You know what? If you, if ever one of your friends says they want to cut themselves some bangs, themselves physically yeah. go to their house and check in on them because yeah. I think you, they need help. Well, I mean, it's a little different now because a lot of people have been cutting their own uh, 
you know, long curtain bangs, bangs, curtain bangs, but short bangs, yes. I mean, I still think I'm against the curtain bang, but yeah. I mean, whatever. Uh, yeah. All right. So um, Jack is going to let Jen think about this. She does not want to cancel the trip. Jack thinks that she should cancel the trip and just spend time with her parents because it's their parents. And then obviously you should be spending time with your parents if they want to spend time with you. So basically Jen's going to just think it out a little bit longer and she continues to dance her little hiney off on top of the chair. Yeah. Um, okay. We're about to, this is our favorite part. I can't. Okay. I just, I want to apologize in advance. Um, and also like, if the if listen, this podcast is as rated as explicit, okay? So you shouldn't be listening in front of your children. But if you, got you are an e for a reason. If you are, I just want to forewarn you, I'm about to lose my fucking shit all over the, oh, I just did it. All over this entire part of the fucking episode. Pacey, in his infinite wisdom, mm-hmm. decides he's gonna wait for Alex outside of civilization after like walking out and like you know doing the whole like light a match and do don't even look around at the explosion that happens behind you he's like nah i'm gonna i'm gonna stand out here and why why is he why and he says i came back because sometimes i let things go and i just end wondering uh, i just end up wondering about them it occurred to me if i let this go i'll probably end up wondering about it for the rest of my life why? Why do you care? Why do you care what caused Alex to be a total fucking Exactly. Wench? Exactly. I thought that he was going to come up with something like really insightful and interesting. Instead, he's just like, I want to know why you're so mean. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he says people aren't born mean. And yes, Alex, they are. yeah, sometimes people well, some- are just fucking awful people. Well, okay. Nature versus nurture. I don't no, know. But sometimes people like. It, why, like why why bother giving her the time of day like first of all she's never even seemed like someone who wants to tell you her life story so right. why are you bothering and she says like what are you gonna save me pc she says people in the end people get exactly what they ask for you proved that today and they say goodbye and Pacey is a fucking idiot and his car won't start. Okay, hold on. What is the percentage chance that somehow Alex cut the cord on his well, car? Well, she's been inside the whole time. I don't know. You think she did it? I don't. I mean, that's what I was thinking. I bet she called someone and paid. I bet you she paid. Okay, here we go. She yeah. found one of the, like the what are the people called that clean up after the people at a restaurant after they eat bus, bus boys. boys. She finds the cheapest paid bus boy and she's yeah. like, "I will give you twenty dollars to go mm-hmm. remove something from the spark car. Yeah, whatever will stop it from running." I don't know what the spark plug does, but it seems important. The name sounds important. It's the most important. Oh, oh, what about the catalytic converter? Because things get that gets stolen out of cars all the time, and I know it affects. Although I don't know if old cars have a catalytic converter. Um, you're welcome for for car talk. This is car talk. This is the car hour. Just like sports, we're, ex- we're how experts. many car parts can you name? Engine, um, the engine, the catalytic converter, the spark plug. We got three. The brakes, the steering wheel, rotors, shifter, shifter, shifter. <laughs> shifter oh i have a question for you yeah have you ever okay this is something that came up like a few months ago have you ever heard of a prindle no (laughs) apparently 
like this is one of my coworkers. Like she was like, "Oh, do you drive an automatic or do you drive a manual?" Which you know the difference between that. Yes. Like, yeah, one is stick shift, one is not. And they're like, "I don't drive either. I drive a Prindle." Now, Prindle is if you look down when you're driving, park, reverse, uh, neutral, drive. Uh huh. Yeah. Now I will say I have a Prindle, but I also have an S, which I found out stands for sport. So, okay, so then what does sport mode do? I don't know. Okay. I've never tried it. I don't know why I even have it. I drive a Honda CRV. It doesn't make any sense to have a sport option. Yeah. Um, but definitely Alex did something to PC's car to make it not start not start. And yeah. so in her infinite wisdom, she offers him a ride. Uh, he says, I'd wait for the I'd rather wait for the prison transfer bus. And she's like, I know you don't have a cell phone. Come on. Um, why does Pacey get in the car with her? Why? Yeah, exactly. Terrible idea. He couldn't find a way home. This is insane. Like, okay, you're in Boston. I know mm-hmm. you're afraid because Pacey or Joey just got mugged. But you're like, not getting mugged. There's has to be public transit. You like you're literally right outside the restaurant which you work at. You can't just go in and use their phone. Also, he fixed a freaking boat. Don't you think that he can? And he fixed his sister's car. He can figure out what's wrong with this car. Anything except for taking a ride with this wench. Yeah, he can fix the sporkle in no time. A sporkle in no time. <laughs> exactly. So he gets in. Uh, and then we are back at the Potter B&B. Uh, we see Bessie for the first time in like a fucking century. Hey, Bessie. How you doing, girly? Bessie so is Bessie, back. Bessie apparently does not give a fuck that she doesn't okay. know where her dad is. I was so annoyed with Bessie because she's like, uh, he has his reasons. I, okay, what? I'm very convinced that like Bessie's just a contrarian because no matter what Joey feels, She's always like, Joey, you're just acting out. <laughs> no matter what, like, no matter how justified Joey is and correct in feeling what she feels, Bessie's always like, you're wrong. Actually. It's really annoying yeah. because I feel like if I'm, if I'm Joey's friend, if I'm Joey's sister, if I'm related to Mr. Potter, I'm like, this fucking sucks. Like, yeah, this yeah. is brutal. Like, your feelings are valid. And Unless instead- Bessie already knew and she's known for four months and she just, like, doesn't <gasps> give a fuck. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I mean, because she knows only- she knows about the love affair between Mr. Pot dot dot er and the guard. <laughs> Wait, do you think that she knows about the five and dime? She probably shops there every week. She found her father at the five and dime. Yeah. What um, is at the five and dime? I thought it was like a five below like a, where it's like dollar store. every it's like a dollar type store. Yeah. Low budget yeah. store. Maybe you've been to a five below before. Oh, yeah. Of course I have. Yeah. OK. She's checking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you? Yes. OK. Thank you for asking. Um, which can you rank if you had to rank um, f- five below dollar yeah. tree? And Dollar General, how are you ranking them? I really don't care to. Oh, my God. What? Okay. When I was a kid, it was always very exciting to go to the dollar store. My mom loved the dollar store. And it was exciting because we usually got to pick out a few things because they were so cheap. Yeah. Okay. You don't seem enthused. <laughs> I I am. I go to the Dollar General all the time to get my um my detergent because it's like a big gallon thing of it for nine bucks but there's no dollar 
items at the dollar store anymore. Well, that is why the Dollar General is a shifty bitch because they lie. They're all that way. They're like, no, all... the Dollar Tree is truly a dollar. Five and below so. is five and below. I, but they're not. There's still items that are like $20 when you go anymore. It's a go. It's a lie these days. It's all marketing ploy. Um, so yeah, so then uh Audrey hops in and she's like, Oh, your sister's probably right. Your dad's just afraid of hurting you guys. And Joey's like, Okay, but what if he hates me because I'm the one who sent him to jail? Valid concern. Yeah, but I do like Audrey saying he's probably just ashamed to face. I you. agree, but yeah. I do I acknowledge and I validate Joey's concerns, and I think that she's not thinking illogically, and I would think the same way. Yeah. And uh and Audrey is being like super kind. She's like, "Listen, it's your call if you want him back in your life or not." And Joey's like, "Oh, I'm so happy you're here. I'm so sorry I like left you with Dawson. How was it?" And Audrey's like, "The voice, th the best. That boy is a gem." It's and again, this is a Sarahism. I say gem all the time. This is fucking I really insanity. Do. Wait, seriously, someone needs to check if you two are the same person. So I'm starting to get are. worried. I don't You're think we are. Person. You are. Yeah, you are. Hmm, I don't know. We'll see. Only time will tell. And Audrey says, oh, Dawson would do anything for you. And Joey's like, yeah, the last time I went to visit my dad in jail, he came with me. Uh, he knew I wanted him to be there without me having to ask, but it feels like it was so long ago. And Audrey's like, girl, you're a fucking idiot. He literally just drove from New York to Florida to see you. Um, can you help me remember if so? Is it that Joey didn't know that he showed up in Florida? Joey had no idea. She didn't know that he was in Florida. No, because he no, didn't see like, her. Hey, did you see Dawson over there? Apparently not. I don't know how this is the first time Audrey is telling Joey because Audrey ran into Dawson and she's like, oh, my God, Dawson Leary. Right. Yeah, and I don't understand. Well, no, wait. Or am I just making that up too? No, Pacey is the one who saw Dawson and Pacey must have told Audrey. But oh. this is why I'm shocked that then, because I, I feel like by friend code, Audrey would tell Joey. You would think, but I don't, I don't know. But also she was kind of in her love nest with Charlie at the time. No, yeah, so, for sure she was. So um, maybe she wasn't thinking about it. So, but I do love Audrey. Oh, can my mouth get any bigger? <laughs> mm -hmm. Go talk to Dawson when you get a chance. He has stuff to tell you. Yeah. Um. And then we're okay. We're getting into it. We're getting into this fucking scene. Okay. So we're so, in the Porsche. We're in the Porsche. Uh, the roads are wet, and uh, Pacey asks what Alex is gonna do next. Uh, she's like, well, I have to get a job, but not in food service because quotes like complete incompetence follow you around in the business. She's like, oh, I could probably be a fry girl. And I do love Pacey being like, I'm not going to feel sorry for you. <laughs> You're yeah. a witch. She really goes on this like whole diatribe about a bunch of nothing in her future. She's going to be homeless with a lot of cats, blah, blah, blah. I don't yeah. fucking care. This is on you. Don't be a freaking evil bitch. Exactly. So, um, the more she talks about this, the more erratic she gets and the faster she goes in this car on the wet streets. And Pacey's getting more and more nervous. He's watching the speedometer and he's starting to get very nervous. And he kind of asks her to slow down. And then she gets that look in, their, in her eye where she's like pretty much murderous. 
Yeah, she she's going 80 miles an hour. They like come upon a car, which she decides she's just going to pass and like basically do like a game of chicken with the car coming the opposite direction. Yeah. And this is when Pacey puts his seatbelt on. Not before, but now. And I was like, and this is going to come into play. And this is important to note because, first of all, he wasn't previously wearing a seatbelt, which I know things were different in the 90s and, like, people didn't always wear seatbelts. I don't know how you don't wear a seatbelt after Princess Diana in 1997. I, like, I feel like that should have changed everybody's life. I mean, for sure. And also, you're in a car with a woman that you just got fired. Maybe be a little cautious around her. Mm-hmm. But so anyway, so he puts on a seatbelt. She's continuously speeding up. She's passing these cars. She's driving like really erratically. Pacey's trying to talk her down a little bit, saying like, your life isn't over. And she's like, no, it is over. And you know what? I've never felt more alive in my entire life. <laughs> and it's like... What are we doing here? He starts becoming a evil villain. Uh, Is this uh, a Marvel movie? Did I miss like the a moment? Bond villain? I think. She's okay, like, I'm going to steal you in my rental porch. Yeah, and we're going to take a dangerous drive, and I'm going to murder you. Yeah, and myself. I feel liberated. <laughs> so stupid. We're gonna waste all the gas. Yeah, and uh, and so he's like, "This isn't funny. This isn't cute." Uh, and she says, I'm reminded of what my Uncle Mort used to say. You never know what you're capable of until you're ready to push the limits. Do you think it can make a sharp turn at 70 miles an hour? I haven't the foggiest idea. And this is when she just decides to turn a corner, like going super, super fast. And yeah. it's this is so ridiculous. Pacey is begging her to stop. And she's like, I thought you were shockproof. And OK, and th- this is this is we get we get OK. We get to this point, and I, I yeah, truly this was. Is, this is where we get really off the rails. We right? were, we were already like in a, in a point of rails. like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And we get, it gets worse. It gets, okay, it's so something like, like it's worse. you know how the the whole thing like fight or flight. Yeah, it's, in reality, it's fight, flight, or fuck. seductively <laughs> make, make out with your, <laughs> with your captor, crazy boss. Yeah. yeah, your captor. Yeah, yeah. So PC is just like, oh, never mind. Why am I so upset? I just got fired. I just lost my girlfriend. I have no place to live. Maybe you're onto something. Maybe you're my so life crazy. is over too. <laughs> I'm and gonna so, give you roadhead. Yeah. So he un. Buckles his seatbelt as this woman <laughs> is going 80 well, miles an hour. The better to kiss your neck with, my dear. Yeah, he he kisses her neck as she and so she can't see. And so she's like swerving. She barely, barely misses a car that's like pulling out of a driveway. They eventually come to a stop. And if I'm PC, first of all, I don't know why he unbuckled his seatbelt and started kissing her neck. But like, okay, whatever. Let's just pretend that feels logical. (laughs) He, as soon as the car stops, I get out of that car and I fucking run. (laughs) You would think. Also, (laughs) didn't you see both of her like little chunky sneakers hitting the the brake? Yeah. Two feet on the brake. Why do you need two feet on the brake? It's not going to push it any harder, lady. No, so then they're doing donuts and like, it's like, oh my God. Ah, so then eventually we stop he gets out of the car opens up her door such a gentleman <laughs> thank you for almost murdering me i'm going to open my door for your door for you and then I... he goes sits on the curb and then she goes after him and sits on the curb next yeah to him. 
we're gonna have a a brief intermission to talk about Dawson and Joey. She's, but he's like, not like you're a fucking crazy bitch. He's just like, hey, do you want to sit on the curb with me in front of yeah. this like local residence? Yeah, let's let's like break this down, right? Pacey gets bought like terrible wench fired. Uh, Pacey's car doesn't start decides to take ride from terrible winch terrible winch decides to drive 80 miles an hour Pacey doesn't have a seatbelt on puts a seatbelt on only to take it off to kiss her neck and further distract her from driving 80 miles an hour down a residential area yeah, nearly killing which is them the both only thing that stops the car. yeah fucking insane yeah uh so yeah so Joey is in Dawson's bedroom back to old times yeah good times uh so she is there to get the admission that Dawson is still in love with her and instead what she gets is I'm going to go to California because these yeah. two can never get on the same page yeah yeah this is absolutely ridiculous Joey's like Audrey said you had something to talk to me about he's like oh yeah it's a great thing and she's like no I want to I want to hear it so yeah he's gonna have to go to LA and she is just like oh i thought you were gonna tell me you came to florida and love me but like all right whatever <laughs> it's not really what i wanted to hear but okay yeah and then she's kind of just like gobsmacked and she's like oh this is great i'm just like i there's no words for me to say i'm just going to um i'm just overwhelmed yeah it's just like uh and i don't again i i, I think we've heard from enough people at this point where like the 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 show writers wanted the the audience to be very pro Dawson Joey but like literally everyone we've talked to who watched the show when it was on in real time were like no I was over it by this point <laughs> well the thing is is that i i really do think that there's something to oh they never really hit it off like they, they never were... found the right time basically. exactly like i do think that there's something there but also, it's like they could just never get on the same page. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. It's uh, it's really tough. And it's because they dated for like three months. And then it's always been this like, will they, won't they, never the right time type of situation for the two yeah. of them. Yeah. And, and yeah. And now, again, this is happening where he's about to go to L.A. Joey can't possibly be like, hey, but I know you came to Florida and you and I was too busy, like, fucking around with Charlie to pay attention to you. But, like, do you want to talk about that now? She yeah. can't possibly do that now um and yeah and and dawson says like you're the person i wanted to share this with like more than anyone else in except the, in i the told world. audrey before you. <laughs> yeah ex except i told your bff before you but you know yeah. forget about that forget about um, that don't worry about that back to the chaos alex and pacey are sitting on the curb like inches away from each other and alex says well clearly i've got problems <laughs> yeah think <laughs> understatement of the century yeah think yeah she's like i could have killed who was ever in that car and it's like yeah bitch including yeah. me <laughs> and you and my then, life could have ended in a second it would have changed forever and alex says you saved my life how 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 by stopping the car and making by kissing out my, my neck, neck yeah so apparently. i wouldn't um i don't know and this doesn't make any sense. She's like sobbing at this point. She says, I don't know why I am the way I am. Why are you so good? And he says, you can't feel like go your whole life feeling sorry for yourself. It's never too late to try to make things right. Um, and uh, and again, we find out that the Porsche is a rental. The Porsche is a rental. Uh, yeah. Oh, this shocking is such information. information. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he, uh, so, yes, yeah, so it's just like, you know what the saddest thing is? I really do like you. And he 
hugs her after all yeah. of this. Yeah. And, and the nook, the nook went into she he she let him go in his nook. She let she let or no, he let her enter his nook. Yeah. Which is like it's a honestly, sacred place. Thing I was literally about to say those exact same words. The nook is a sacred place. You don't just invite anybody into your nook. For those who are unfamiliar, Sarah, can you describe exactly where the nook is? It's like the nook of your arm. It's like basically your armpit, but it's, it's kind of your armpit, but it's like much more like intimate than that. Cause usually Usually the move is you kind of have like your shoulder is in their armpit and your yeah. head is like on their chest. Yeah, I'll like tell that. you what. We're neither of us are big cuddlers, but we are pro nook. Very pro nook. In fact, there is a song about it, Sarah. Are you familiar with the song? No. I did it all for the nookie. The nookie. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. <laughs> no, that's not what God, this is why we need video because <laughs> <laughs> the look that I gave you, I was like, "What?" Uh, mm, I don't know if that's <laughs> when you realized what was happening. <laughs> that was that was cute. That yeah. was cute. Good. Um, well done. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so yeah. So this is just like I just like I just don't because this is the last scene we're gonna get from them, and I just like I mean, do do we care? I well, my real question is like, please tell me this is the end of Alex because we still have one more episode. Can you? Okay, I don't. Uh, can you just look? Can I look? I'll look. Could just look. <laughs> I need to prepare myself. We're we're pretty anti spoilers, but I I let's just let's just look. Yeah, let's see. Let's just look. And who is this actress? This talented actress's name. Oh God, I'll look that up too. Uh, I I don't believe we're gonna see her again based on what okay. I'm seeing of the next Fabulous. episode. Who is this artist? Oh my God, uh, Sherilyn Fenn. Good for her. And what does she do now? Oh God, uh, let's look at her. Let's look at her IMDb here. Yeah, Sherilyn Fenn, girl, what's she up to? Nothing. Last job was Dawson's Creek, right? um no i mean i recognize her she's been in some stuff let's see i'm going i'm going to her imdb to see her most recent oh yeah she's definitely still working um she's been in a lot of stuff she's she's one of those like oh she's in like she's been in everything you gray's anatomy exactly she's been in shameless oh uh she's been magic city in plain sight house psych all of these make sense. Right. Yeah. She was a uh, most notably for me. I recognized her from Gilmore Girls, but you haven't seen Gilmore Girls, so you would. She was in like nine episodes of Gilmore Girls. So was she evil in Gilmore Girls? No. Oh, no. Nope. Okay. So, okay. Uh, but yeah, um, Alex is. I'm gonna double check. Let's see. Okay, Alex is no more. We won't Good. see any more of Alex. Bye, bitch. See you never. Don't care about you. You. <sighs> stupid wench what this storyline just didn't work for us right no no of course not it it trashed him and audrey it ruined his character um you know he we we know pacey is somebody that really cares about others and would never cheat and I, i don't know it was stupid we didn't like it um and i miss danny i liked danny brecker that was that kind of worked for me I mean, I even Danny didn't even really work for me, but like when we're comparing it to Alex, then yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I liked having a mentor, father, older brother figure for PC. That's definitely. What I liked. Where's Dougie? Where the fuck is oh, Dougie? Oh yeah, at? where is Doug? Have we I seen him seen this him. season? 
I, I, I think we saw him like the first episode and that was it. Yeah. Remember All right. He talks to, he talks to PC about getting a job at civilization. Oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah which yeah. was 17 years ago. Oh, us. wait. Danny Brecker was uh, Doug's friend. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, or no. So Actually, I don't think so. I think that he did like community service. I think that it was not a friend. They knew each other. They knew, they knew each other. Knew, they knew each they other. They knew each other. Okay. Um, anyways. So yeah. we have uh, the best friends. Jen is still in her fucking pajamas. And basically, Jen is like, I really don't want to go hang out with my parents. And Jack is like, you really should go hang out with your parents. And then Grams comes around and they're like, Jack is like, Grams, aren't I right? Like, shouldn't she yeah, go hang out is, with her parents? Why is Jack doing this? I feel like Jack should be a better. He's not being a very supportive friend. He yeah. is like, really criticizing Jen's decision and I feel like him of all people who like he hasn't always had the best relationship with his parents to like be like oh no you should go hang out with them and I'm judging you because you're making the wrong decision I loved loved Grams in this scene like 10 out of 10 she comes in and she says uh because jack asks what grams thinks and graham says well your parents have not been very generous with you in fact they've been cheap i don't think this invitation absolves them of that and jack interrupts and she's like bitch i'm not finished i'm not done i the words (laughs) out of my mouth are still leaving yeah listen to me yeah she says the relationship between jen and her parents is much more complicated than we could even imagine uh it may be unsalvageable I admire your instincts, Jack, but there's only one person who knows what's worthwhile here and what's not. And if your parents have truly found a way to love you, this won't be their last opportunity to prove it. And I, gosh, 10 out of 10 for Grams. Claps. Amazing job, Grams. I love this. I think this is perfect because why is it on Jen to suddenly change all of her summer plans to appease these parents who are just now showing up for her and just now making an effort when Jen has reached out times before and it hasn't worked out. I love that Grams is like, listen, Jack, you and I can speculate. And like, obviously, Grams, that's like her kid, right? That's her kid and her grandchild. Like she knows. But I love that Grams was like, Jen is the only one who can truly make this decision. And if she's decided to not go with her parents this summer, we should respect that decision. And also, I I loved at the very end her saying like, listen, if they truly love you and they want to show that, they're not going to give up just because you turned down one invitation. Yeah. I love protect that. your peace. This I think the yes. definition of protecting your peace. Yeah. And I think Sarah, like a lot of times, I think, especially in nineties content, um, more so than modern day, it's all about like family, right? Like your blood yeah. means everything. Whereas yeah. I think in the modern day, it's way more about found family than it is about family, Correct. family. Right. And I feel like there, it's lovely that in this, in this show that Grams is kind of going against that and saying like, it's not always about your family. Cause sometimes, sometimes you're better off without, you know what I mean? Yeah. I really love the, the entire timeline of Grams and Jen's relationship throughout the show and how much both characters have evolved and how much Jen has taught Grams. It's really special. And even, even Jack too. I love the Jack and Grams relationship and how much Jack has opened up Grams's eyes. Um, it's really beautiful and really special. And mm-hmm. I just think back to the first season where, um, 
we were like freaking grams like making really nasty comments all the time Uh, it's just like really special to see it evolve yeah and i love how like she doesn't judge jen as much as she used to Mm -hmm. she is very much like they've worked out a way to to respect each other's decisions and like respect where each other are coming from like when is the last time that jen has pressured uh when is the last time grams has pressured jen with like religious stuff like it's been so long you know uh truly yeah truly that i very much appreciate yeah exactly i think that they both really helped each other grow in that regard Mm -hmm. and i I love that. And I love their little cutesy little trifecta hug at the end. Yeah, they they really are a family. I It really is a work of art. Love yeah, it. I love that. Like, even though Jack and Jen had some issues with, like, all the fraternity stuff earlier this it season. It never that... affected Jack's relationship with Grams. No, and I really like how at the end of the season, we're now getting this, like, cute hug moment where they're, they're a threesome again. That sounds weird. They're a trifecta again. Um, hugging, which I really liked. Uh, which this to me felt like finale vibes. Like, the, the, the Jack and Grams and Jen stuff felt finale mm-hmm. vibes to me. Yeah. Is um, Cliff like on the top of the stairs listening in? Like, oh, Cliff is Cliff is recovering with a cigarette in bed. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, when can I get in on some of this action? <laughs> yeah. he's like, I want a hug. Yeah, <laughs> Cliff. Cliff. Um, so uh, Dawson is at the cemetery and he's sitting in front of his father's tombstone and he's having a conversation with his dad. Uh, he, okay. I was, I was pro this conversation where he's like, how's it going? I've been really busy. The first thing he reveals to his dad is, Hey, I lost my virginity dad. Well, didn't you say that was like the most important thing that he wanted to share with his dad? What a fucking creep. I know. He's like, it was Jen. After all that, it was Jen. It's like, Shocking. I don't, I don't know. Is this weird to you? I would, I never like when my, I mean, my parents are alive and I wasn't like, yeah. Hey, guess what fam? No longer a virgin. Hymen is removed. <laughs> like, uh, no, but I think that some people are. I it get. depends it on just... how close you are with your family. But also, you're a never nude, so. <laughs> I, I am indeed a never nude. You're a never just, nude. Like, I don't want to tell my parents that I fucked. That's so weird to me. <sighs> but you don't even want to tell me. Like I don't want to tell you I fucked. Why can't you just be loosey-goosey? <laughs> Stop being such a never nude. <laughs> you're so, just... you're so <laughs> embarrassed. You're turning red. It's just so funny to me that like don't you find this strange it's different to me there's a big difference to not get your friends about your sex life and no talk to your i dad. think that it tracks that dawson would tell his dad but it's also the first thing he, he doesn't even say like hey dad i'm going to hollywood for the summer he's like hey dad i banged jen <laughs> <laughs> he wants to tell his dad his big moments in his life <laughs> i mean do i understand it have i done it like told my parents about that no but i do think that it tracks for dawson and mitch okay uh so then he does say we got an agent we're going to hollywood um i'm finally getting to use that plane ticket you bought me i guess there's some symmetry to that which i I also really like yeah that Uh, was nice but he does say now i want to talk to you about joey is it still okay after everything that's happened to believe that something perfect is possible i want to be with her i love her sure what do we think um i think that I don't really I think that Dawson really does think that he loves Joey 
And mm-hmm. I think that it fits into his Hollywood narrative of she's the girl. But I still think that Dawson is in love with the thought of Joey and the narrative story of how, quote unquote, romantic it is. But I don't think that he really, really loves Joey for Joey. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I think I think you're right in terms of like the the story of it all. I think it's just like bullshit to me. Like poor Jen, I can't stop thinking about that part of it, of like Jen just getting totally screwed over in this in all seasons, but a lot in this season as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll see what happens. There's still one more episode to see what happens with Dawson and Joey. But before we end the episode, Joey is at the five and dime. The five and dime, but we don't even get to go inside. We don't even know what sales there are. No, because she and she has that like the Worthington Literary Review with yep. her uh, and she's going to head inside. And yeah, we don't even get to see any of the sales at the five and dime. Hopefully next episode. Hopefully. We get to see oh, I mean, if we're lucky, it opens up on the five and dime. I hope so. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear what next episode is titled? Absolutely. I do. Swan song. Oh, because it's the last it's, episode it's... of the season. It's the swan song of the season. Tis the swan song. Wait, did um, I ever talk to you about how the Queen of England used to own every swan in England? No. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. What? So, like, if you killed a swan, you could get, like, arrested. What? Because it's the Queen's swans. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I oh don't. I, I, I guess Charles now owns all the swans. I mean, he must. He inherited yeah. them. Yeah. He inherited swans. Um. Do you want to hear some feedback from Joy? Of course. Uh, she said, this episode is not one of my favorites, but I have a lot more to say than I originally thought. Uh, okay, so she says, this episode answers the question that, yes, Pacey is capable of anything. Not only does it show he's quite good at his job, but it shows that the Pacey we know and love is still there. He's human and he makes mistakes, but if he didn't, if he was just perfect all the time, he wouldn't be as beloved a character from the show as he is. Um, she says it's fascinating that his boss blows up his life in a manipulative and shitty way and he doesn't quit. We know he really needs this job, but the second she shitties to his coworkers and especially a single mother, he can't stand the injustice and all bets are off. Yeah. <laughs> she says, I won't touch the car scene. I don't understand it. But even after all of that, Pacey still thinks there's hope for people like Alex to be good and make things right. Like, okay. Yeah, Joy, that, okay. I love, Joy, you're being very kind with your reading of this episode because that car scene makes no fucking sense. I don't care who's in the car. I don't care if it's Dawson or any anybody else. Jack, all of them. Everyone should be leaving the car. <laughs> I feel like Jack would just open up the car and then... Um, tuck and roll? Tuck and roll. I can yeah. see that. Da- Dawson would... Da- I think that Dawson would be more like PC where he's trying to talk her out of it. I think that he would monologue. But oh also, my god. Kind of remember when we were talking about if you kidnapped Austin Leary, you're like, fuck, this is kid is the most annoying person. She would crash the car on purpose just to make him stop talking. For <laughs> yeah. sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I don't even know that he would realize that he's getting kidnapped until like <laughs> on the road. Uh, uh Joy continues, Jen is back and planning a trip with Jack to good old Costa Rica. Fun. Unless, of course, her parents ruin it. Not so fun. Uh, Wilder is back, but he's just a blip. And now Joey is a published author. Do you guys think anything is going to come from her going to see her dad? Oh, interesting. Do we have any predictions Um, for next episode? Because apparently, who knows? I'm assuming we're going to see Mr. Pot Dot Daughter. 
I think that I, I really do think that she's going to get some closure. I think we're going to get an understanding as to why obviously he thinks that he's a piece of shit and that he ruins his kids' lives and is better that mm-hmm. he's out of their lives than in it. So I think that we're going to get a lot of that narrative. Yeah. But I do think that we're going to explore a little how Joey's feeling and probably some callbacks to the mugger episode uh in regards to how she feels of having um two parents that are not in her life one who didn't choose to not be in her life but Mm -hmm. passed away early and the other one who is still alive but is nearly as absent as her mother and how that feels um being a young woman woman who is essentially an orphan um, so I would love to explore that from Joey. Yeah, I definitely think we'll we'll most likely see Mr. Potter next episode. Um, I assume we're going to get the like, I'm so sorry, Joey, it's all my fault. Like, you know, he's out on parole for good behavior. So I don't know. I assume he's not feeling like resentful towards Joey, but I guess we'll see. And I also assume she's going to talk to him about Dawson because she always does. <laughs> yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Joy continues, Audrey and Dawson hanging out is always fun, and I still think they would have made a good couple. What I do, do think too. about that, yeah? Yeah, I think so. I think that they would have been fun, but um, I don't know. I think that Audrey would probably get bored of Dawson. I agree with that. I think Dawson needs an Audrey, but Audrey would get bored by Dawson. Yeah. Uh, she says, Dawson and Joey are so serious and analytical. They need a more laid back and fun counterpart to balance it out. I agree, agree with that. Yeah. Um, let's not forget the last time Joey went to see her dad, that while Dawson did not go on the, uh, did go on the bus with her, it was Pacey who took her back and drove those four hours and bribed a guard so she could see him again. I and do have that remember beautiful that. Moment at the fence. Right. Exactly. It was Pacey, yeah. not Dawson. Yeah. But the show likes <sighs> to rewrite history to benefit the Dawson and Joey narrative. Yeah. Uh, She says, Joey now knows that Dawson drove to Florida during spring break and wonder what's going to happen with that. And Dawson is going to LA. I'm honestly really happy for him. I do love Dawson's scene at his dad's grave. James Vanderbeek has done a phenomenal job with that storyline, but my God, I am so over Dawson and Joey. I know I'm a broken record, but it's because this time is, excuse me, it's because the show is a broken record. Yeah. On to the finale. Um, What is the percentage that Joey and Dawson are at the very least going to kiss? because i'm very high 99 percent. i'm very confident it's happening i definitely agree with that it feels like the show has been leading us in that direction yeah i would be surprised if it doesn't happen it's gonna be very cinematic it has to be yeah do you think it's gonna be the end of the episode where they kiss yes i do probably okay and i think that joey is going to go to california and they're going to it's going to be like a sunset in the background and they're going Mm -hmm. to kiss and the sun is going to shine and like reflect off the camera um as it happens and then it's going to like you know how like some shows fade to black it's going to fade to white (gasps) and that's going to be from the sun shining in and that's how the episode is going to end interesting fascinating okay can i get predictions from you in terms of pc and audrey still broken up at the end of the finale oh, yeah. they're done okay they're done and it's fine okay it's a flink it's a flink okay um and then we'll also have to update our character rankings again because yeah. we're gonna be we're gonna be doing that so obviously so a little bit of scheduling note for the peeps 
Um, we're going to Sarah's, Sarah's birthday is coming up. So oh, it forget. is nearly my birthday. Don't in, forget to wish her happy birthday on the ninth. In uh, like three days, yeah, when you're, you're possibly listening to this. So yeah. it is my birthday. Uh, Jess and I are seeing each other next weekend. We're going to we'll like a, our friend's house, and we're gonna hang out. And so, oh, the long and the short of it is that we're taking a week off. We're taking a week off. I know it's a weird time, but you know what? Just look at this as a ramp up to the finale. Um, So we'll be back in two weeks with coverage of the finale. And then, of course, like we always do, we're going to do a season wrap up where we go over least favorite characters, favorite characters, do our updated character rankings on episodes and uh, least favorite episodes, all of those things. Uh, that'll happen in two weeks time and then we'll be straight into the si- oh my god i can't believe it the sixth season, season six the sixth and final season mm-hmm. can you believe mm-hmm. it no i'm not ready i'm i mean i can't i truly can't believe we're already up to i mean it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna take us all the way into like september to finish um yeah. but at the same point in time i still can't believe that we're like it's like we're almost there yeah i know uh makes me emotional yeah what's uh, the so- percentage that i'm gonna cry in the last few episodes of dawson's creek on oh, podcast highly likely 99 percent. oh i wouldn't put it that i was gonna say like 80 percent. i think i will i nearly cry during boy meets world world and i think that dawson's creek for you is different because this is the first time you've ever seen it so no actually you know what I'm not saying higher. Well, no, I'm not saying while while watching the episode, I'm definitely going to cry. I'm saying like on the podcast, talking about it, us ending. Yeah. It's so sad. It's high up. Yeah. High percentage. Um, But we're we're nearly there. We're almost done with season five and then on to the final season. Um, If you want to send in feedback, we love getting feedback. Shit 90s pod on Twitter and Instagram. Shit 90s pod at gmail.com. Shit 90s pod dot gum. If you want to leave us a voicemail, Sarah also invented a little suggestion box on there, which we've already gotten some suggestions for bonus content to cover. A lot of people want us to cover Varsity Blues with James Vanderbeek is in, uh, which could be fun to do. We'll do that. We'll have to see. Um, But Sarah, in the meantime, where what else do you have going on? You have a new podcast coming up. Oh my goodness gracious, guess what? What? On PSR, not only am I covering How I Met Your Father with Adam Humphrey, but I am very excited and happy to announce that I am covering Daisy Jones and the Six, the brand new Amazon Prime show that is based off the Taylor Jenkins Reid book, Daisy Jones and the Six, and I'm doing that with Marissa Garza, and it's going to already be out when this podcast is out so check it out uh i'm really excited to talk about it have you watched any of the show yet i've i mean absolutely i have i've what watched... is your what are you feeling so far in terms of book to screen how is it adapting i think it's adapting well i think that they've been able to kind of dig in deeper which was a criticism that i had of the book because i felt as though essentially the book reads as a transcript um of a like e true hollywood story it's all in like interview form and my biggest critique was that i felt like i didn't get to know the characters well enough and it felt a little removed and the show having the show transition is actually absolves 
my criticism of that. Oh, see, I love when they do that because I used to be, when I was a kid, I was very much that kid of like, well, the book is so much better than the movie. Yeah. Where like nowadays I do feel like I'm trying to look at them as more of adaptations where like not everything necessarily is going to translate well from book to screen and they have to make some changes. So I'm happy to hear that they, it seems like they've made a positive change for you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm very excited. There's three episodes out already. It's a weird thing. It's like three, three, two, two. Amazon Amazon loves to do this and it's so annoying. I don't get it, but who am I? Who am I to judge? Yeah. Just a simpleton. Uh, Sarah, where can people find you on uh, on the social meds? At Sarah Ferguson. You can find us at Shit90sPod. Uh, there is a birthday coming up. It is my, my birthday. Only my yeah. birthday. Nobody else's birthday. Uh, except my dog's birthday is two days later. But it's you know, definitely really not also Barbie's birthday. It's definitely not also Lil Bow Wow's birthday. It's definitely not <laughs> okay. also. Um, uh, God, who's that cute girl from Pitch Perfect? Brittany. Oh, Stone. Anna Kendrick. No, not her. She's not cute. Oh my God. Okay. Brittany Snow. Okay. Uh, um, I feel like our friend Adam's gonna have strong disagreement on the Anna Kendrick front. He I've Kendrick. only heard really nasty things about <gasps> her on the streets. Oh really? Oh yeah. She's. A oh bitch. wow. Well, fuck her. Allegedly. Then. Allegedly a bitch. Um, you can find me at the Just Sterling. Uh, I'm mostly podcasting about Succession. Go check that out yeah. over on Pusher Recaps. Like I, 30 episodes a day of Succession. Only daily. Only daily. Uh, we're leading up to, we're ramping up to the final season of Succession. Um, very shortly, Yellow Jackets will be coming back. So I'll be podcasting about that as well. And then, of course, as you're already familiar with, I podcast about community every week. And we're in season five. And it's really, really fun. So go check out all of that stuff and more at Pusher Recaps. Um, I think that's everything we've got. So in two weeks, we'll be back for the finale of season five of Dawson's Creek Swan Song. I can't wait. I hope everyone has a good one. We will talk to you all then. Bye-bye. Just ask. 90 shows taught me. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.